Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello everybody out there in Clicksland and welcome to the second part of our Doubleheader Monday here. Uh, I, like always, am your host Adam and with me as always is my co-host Dan. So if you hadn't listened to the first episode, I had David Newmark come on this morning to talk a little bit about his Champion Clicks event that he's having in Orlando, Florida in January uh, 6th through the 8th. So... Uh, we didn't have a podcast last week because my voice is gone. Uh, it, it still is a little bit gone today. It's a little bit better, but you may be hearing a bunch of hacking and clearing of the throat tonight on this podcast. But I still wanted to have our usual podcast, but uh, it was nice that David Newmark was able to talk to me this morning. It worked out for our schedules that we could both talk for about an hour about all the events that he's having at the tournament. And we're going to also talk about that later today in the podcast as well. But before we get into all the juicy hero click stuff that has happened lately, let's get into a quick how was our week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Now, uh, I've seen Dan, I saw Dan last weekend, but our viewers haven't heard from him in about two weeks. So Dan, how was your week? Um, I guess I kind of have big news. Um, I am now a full-time employee. With I'm no longer technically a temp at this company. So, um, or well, it's in the works. I should say. I was. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, shifting with our higher ups, but uh, one of them was in town on last week, Friday or Thursday, and he basically confirmed to me that I'm a, I'm going to be hired on as an actual employee, not a temp anymore. So that's cool. Um, so, so no, so no more contract work. Like you. Have like no. three months and then re-sign a contract. Three months and re-sign a contract. Nope, I will just be working there, like as their actual. Like I'll be a a a, a brand in, or sorry, a Safeway employee. Awesome. So that'll be cool. So that'll be cool. I was like, oh, okay. I, I I didn't even. I was like, oh yeah, I hadn't seen you this last weekend. So I was like, oh yeah, I didn't tell him yet. <laughs> yeah, you've been there for a little less than a year, right? It is ten months as of September seventh. So yeah. Well, that is good to hear. Congratulations on your end. Yeah, thanks. Uh, any other big news that you got for us? Um, no, I'm really excited for our month one thing this weekend. So that was that's pretty much like the excitement right now, just to play the X of Swords OP and see what we all pull and stuff like that. So awesome. Um, really, not much big news for me. I've been fighting some sort of viral thing going on this past couple of weeks. It's not COVID. But I lost my voice last week, so that's why we didn't have the podcast, and I've had a sore throat, and my voice is still not there, so I've been about a week and a half of 
no voice, and Dan can contest to that because we played last weekend and I could barely talk. Uh, I guess the big news in Heroclix was I was actually able to get a set of the Plastic Man objects from Dan Smith. I wanted to give him a shout-out. We worked something out for that. So, I th- uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I just have to find a, a team to play him on. He doesn't have the greatest of keywords because he's mostly DC. I was say, we don't have much DC out there right now. That's true. I was going to say, at least is he Justice League, so that could be kind of something, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's Detective, and I forget what else he is. Like, Detective is something, but there aren't really a lot of flyers for Detective, but there are some decent ones. Let me look at his keywords real quick. Uh, but mostly it's, like, DC stuff. All right, Plastic Man, where is he? There he is. So he is All-Star Squadron, so that's nothing. Detective, Freedom Fighters, Justice League, Police, and Terrific. So... Police, Spider-Man team, if you do Miles, Miles West, that's about it. Yeah, that could be kind of neat. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. Because you, you can do a lot of the Fantastic Thor stuff, too. There's, like, that. So you that's can use true. Those and you can use Gamora Prime if you want to. She's also police. Very true. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to finish off the objects for that. So now he has five of them, and that should be it. So very excited that I got all the pieces for him. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, other than that, like Dan said, we have our month one OP for X of Swords this week. Excited to see what we get out of there. Uh, I believe we have either eight, nine, possibly 10 people showed up. So we're doing it a little bit differently than a lot of people are there. The, the scheduled format is battle Royal where you just match up, you pull a booster and you fight like regular battle Royal. And then once your character dies, it, reanimates in your starting area with no action tokens. That way you just don't get ganged up on and you can keep playing. My only fear was if you had like nine people, do you do three sets of three on threes? Or if you had 10 people, do you do two fours and a two? I wasn't sure how to really do that. So the way we're doing it is that you get one booster of the OP set one booster of the actual Exa Swords set that was released, and then you make a 300-point team. That way, everyone is walking away with something. I didn't realize that you're getting a sword in every single booster of the OP set, so that's pretty cool that everyone's going to at least walk away with a sword. If there are already extras, we'll probably sell them uh, to people. Like Whoever won the event maybe that week can have the opportunity to buy it. But uh, that way, I just thought it would be a little bit more fun than uh, Battle Royals just to combine the two sets together. So I'm excited for this weekend. Hopefully I have my voice back then, and uh, we pull pretty good. All right, so that is how our weeks has been. Now let's get into the news. All right, not too much in the news. Actually, there is a lot in the news, just not a quantity of things to talk about. So first off, we have our Patreon giveaway coming up on Wednesday. This is recorded on Monday, so you'll hear this probably on Tuesday. So uh, if you want to be part of that, head on over to clicksingit.com, or sorry, patreon.com backslash clicksingit, and any tier gets you into the giveaway. We have 
the Spider Hulk. We have the Phoenix Sentinel and a couple other cool prizes. If we do get to our goal of $300 for this month, I will be throwing in the Fantastic Thors. So that is something to strive for for all you patrons out there. And then I will be doing that giveaway on Facebook Live at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Uh, Also, Worlds is coming up. We're not going to do a Worlds team build this week just because we have some more stuff to talk about and we aren't going to do a podcast next week because that is labor day and i also have a fantasy draft on monday so we're going to do that stuff for the following week which would be the 12th i believe and i think worlds is the 17th i'm not positive i'm not going so i really don't know but that's going to be the plan for the next two weeks but the big, big news, if you did listen to the first episode that I posted up today, is David Newmark has posted a website for the Champion Clicks Open that he is holding next year in Orlando, Florida, a.k.a. what used to be called the Clicks Cup. So he released the location of the event and the time. So it is on January 6th through the 8th of 2023 in Orlando, Florida. So that is a Thursday through Sunday. I'm sorry, Friday through Sunday. And it's going to be held at the Wyndham Grand Orlando Resort Bonnet Creek Hotel, which is on the Disney property. So when you do go there, you'll be able to get shuttles to all the different uh, amusement parks. You get a free one to Disney Springs. It's a super nice park. He got a great deal for all of us, uh, something around... 50% off all the uh, rooms, so each room is going to be $199 per night rather than their other like $320 per night ridiculous price. Um, And uh, there is going to be a $10 a night resort fee. So in total, it's going to be about $209 per night, but that is a steal when it comes to a hotel on Disney property. The only catch is that he's only got 40 rooms blocked off right now. So as soon as he drops the discount code on the website or on Facebook, book those rooms ASAP because those are going to go quick. I know I'm planning on getting one. I know um, I'm sure like PJ and Scott Crampton and Lucas and George Massu, all the big time competitive players are going to be there. So make sure that, <coughs> excuse me, I told you there'd be a lot of coughing today, that you get that registration in quick. Also, registration for the events are going to be dropped, I believe, either, it says tonight, but uh, he said event registration will open up, oh, sorry, the week of this week. So sometime this week. Also, they will be opening for all the events. So make sure you're checking out his website, which is championclicks.com, constantly throughout the week in order to get the registration and the discount code for the hotel block. So uh, let's talk real quick for anyone who's planning on flying out there. Me and my wife are kind of looking at flights right now. If you're unsure, prices are kind of high right now. They're around four fifty to five hundred, depending on where you fly out. We live in Wisconsin, so we either have to fly out of Milwaukee or down out of O'Hare. Uh, check out Southwest because Southwest is usually cheaper than when you look on Expedia or things like that. So if you're looking to kind of save some money, check out Southwest Airlines. Just a little tip tidbit from me and my wife. 
see if you can find something cheap there. And then usually Southwest, they're cheaper flights on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So if you can get out there earlier and just enjoy Florida for like a day or so, highly suggest it. Uh, so let's look a little bit about some of the events that are going to be happening at the Champion Clicks. If I call it the Clicks Cup, I apologize. I called it a few times in the past, on the last episode with David Newmark just because um, that's what it was last year. But So on Friday, they're having a 2v2 400 Modern Prince and Pauper tournament. So how that's going to work, and this could change. Daniel wasn't sure. Um, David wasn't quite sure how PJ wanted to run it, because PJ is the head judge, Lucas is going to be another judge, and Kenny Pena is going to be the third judge. So great judges all around, very knowledgeable players, obviously. Uh, The first event on Friday is at 2v2, and how it's going to work is you're going to pair up with a teammate. One of you is going to make a Prince build, and another one of you is going to make a Pauper build. So if you don't know what Prince build is, it's... Anything that is a prime or higher. So you're looking at primes, super rare, chases, ellies, things like that. So no commons, no uncommons, and I think no rares. I think. So, and it says, yeah, common and uncommon primes will be allowed into this build. So that's going to be one person's build. And then the other person is going to have the pauper rules, which is common, uncommon, and rare starter and minigame rarity only. So one of you is going to have a very expensive team. The other one of you is going to be having a very cheap team. And that's going to be on Friday. And that is going to be $65 per person. So around $130 for your team. Um, I might get into that. Uh, it's not really my forte, but it could be interesting. I want to do a couple battle royals, so we'll see if I can find a partner. Obviously, Dan. Uh, we'll see if we want to do something like that. On Saturday is going to be the what we all know and love is the 300 Modern Age Tournament. By that time, Avengers Forever should be available and possibly Batman Team Up, depending on shipping with WizKids. And that's going to be, like I said, on Saturday. And that's going to be... Um, where is the pricing? Uh, $75 per entry. So Daniel's, I keep calling him Daniel. David's going a little bit <laughs> higher on the uh, costs to join these because he is going balls out for prizing. So it may seem a little high to get in there, but prizing is going to be ridiculous for this. So I highly suggest that if you can go out there, get into these events because you will be walking away happy no matter where you finish. I think that's the biggest thing for me is like I'm more okay with because that's the, I think I always struggle with that with like prizing for for clicks is like I don't necessarily care but like I, I know I'm not always gonna win but I like that he's distributing prizing no matter who you are you know what I mean I think that's the biggest thing for me that I'm I'm appreciative of is something like that. And he also said he's going to have a bunch of other stuff to hand out, like he's going to have a bunch of trophies and plaques, maybe like the most original team, the worst luck, things like that. So a lot of people are going to be walking away with a ton of stuff. And we were talking about this too, and for me really, this event isn't even about the prizing. Prizing is always a good cherry on top, but this is more like a vacation for clicks about seeing everybody um, out in the... um, on the circuit, if you want to call it again. <coughs> like when I go to Gen Con or Origins, it almost feels like work 
just because uh, you you kind of have to work kind of hard to get prizing and things like that. And you don't really get, at least for me, you don't really have a time to sit down and just relax. This is just kind of like a vacation and I'm playing clicks at the same time. So that's why I like going to these events. And then on Saturday night, if you went last year, they are having a banquet again. And the banquet is going to be $77.50. You're going to be getting some great food, great entertainment. And the entertainment is going to be Scott Crampton, PJ Bolin from Critical Clicks, with the one, the only Scott Porter. Yes, Scott Porter is going to be there the entire weekend. Uh, David told me that the reason why he had the pick this week was because that was the only week that really worked for Scott Porter with his acting schedule. So that's why it is the 6th through the 8th. It might be rough for some people because that's Christmas time at the end of it. Uh, bank accounts are kind of low at that time. But if you can swing it, highly, highly suggest that you get out here to the Champion Clicks Open and have some fun. So that will be a great time with the entertainment of the banquet. If you want to look at last year's, I did record that. I plan on bringing my camera and recording it again this year along with some games to um, for people that weren't be able or weren't able to go last year so they could kind of view it. And then everything that they earn for that banquet is going to the HDSA um, uh, program on behalf of Scott Porter. So everything they earn is going to the Huntington disease uh, program, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, very, that's very cool, as always. And then they are bringing back the Drunk Hero Clicks Championship, and Scott Porter says he is going to be competing in that as well, which, oh, appar- which apparently he won it back in 2012, so he has a 10-year hiatus from it. So we'll see how he holds up against that after 10 years. Uh, I'm not going to be doing that because I can't hold my liquor very well. But uh, it'll be a fun time to watch that kind of. See me, I would, do, I would do that. I would do that. That'd be fun. So just I like I don't even care if I perform well or not. I'd just that would just be fun, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm probably flying out Sunday morning or Sunday evening, so I won't be there all day Sunday, which kind of stinks for me because the next event on Sunday is the team sealed which uh, it sucks, but I don't think I'll be able to unless we have a super late flight. But that is you're going to be getting three uh, a team of three together, and you're going to get a brick of whatever the most current set is, whether it's Avengers Forever or Batman Team Up, and then you just all make 300-point teams out of your brick, and then that is going to be $80 per person. So that's going to be... Math is hard. Two forty for the entire yeah, team. Yep. So two forty for bad. the entire team. That seems pretty reasonable. I'd but say. remember, it's only be eighty per person. So you're not you're not paying two forty uh, per person. Yeah. It's only eighty. But he does yeah. have a championship package where if you want to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday's event, it's only two ten instead of two twenty after you add it all up. So you get a ten dollar discount if you want to do all three events. I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do yet. I kind of want to do modern just to see how I do, uh, but we'll see what happens. I want to do a lot of battle royals because that's where my expertise is. I'm going to do the banquet better for bring, sure. Better bring your A game this time. I got to. Oh, I got to redeem myself after Gen Con. That was rough. Yeah, but, and um, I mean, I mean, I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, no. I, a, a I take that fun. criticism because I 
sucked. Like I said, part of that was the set just dropped like the day before, so I had barely any time to play with the figures. Yeah, but, which is interesting that I like. I actually felt like it did okay, but it was one of those things where I'm like, I've read up pretty heavily on the figures, so I was like, I have some, at least some like idea of like this is probably what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, if you decide to go with that championship package also, you will be receiving three special objects that uh, PJ, Bolin, PJ Bolin is designing. And a custom Florida man bystander that he's going to be Florida man. So who's that supposed to be after? Is that supposed to be after Newmark then? Is he Florida man? Well, or, uh... I, I was talking to Newmark earlier and I said, so is it going to be based off that one guy that got high on bath salts and ate that guy's face underneath the bridge? Because I feel like whenever I think of Florida man, I think of that guy. But she, he said basically it's going to be some generic guy that is holding an alligator and then once per turn he can throw the alligator and use blaze cloth fangs for free. That sounds about. That sounds about right. Yeah. I could definitely do some shenanigans like that. That or a giant mosquito that just drains, that has life steal or steel energy or something like that, and never dies. Because that's what they are down there. They're like crows, the size of them down there. Uh, but when he does open the registration, the early bird registration is going to close on November fifteenth, and then the prices might change because depending on how many people he get, might change the of how much he spent on pricing. So make sure right now when he sets up the registration, that 65 for Friday, 75 for Saturday and 80 for Sunday, those are locked until after November. Then he might have to change the prices depending on how many people he has for that. So if you are planning on going, get that registration in as soon as you can before November 15th, or else they may go up. Um, Other than that, if you do have, oh, he is saying he has a player cap of 135 people because that's just how many people he, he can fit into the banquet hall that he is renting out. So, again, if you don't sign up right away, he might have to just say, sorry, we don't have the room because he can't open up the, the uh, ballroom anymore because it doesn't have a joining room. So, get on those registration uh, fees in as soon as you can. But other than that, uh, if you have any questions, check out championclicks.com. I'm sure if you message David, he'd be free to an- or he'd be uh, willing to answer any questions you may have. Uh, but it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. I put my days in already for work. I'm going. Uh, my wife put her days in. She's not going to clicks, obviously, but she is going to come with me, and then we're just going to make a little vacation out of it. We are planning on leaving like s- Wednesday morning getting there at around 11 or noon Wednesday, have the day to ourselves Wednesday and Thursday, and then I'm going to play Friday, Saturday, and then we'll leave sometime Sunday. So it's going to be fun. It was fun last year. Dan, I know you're going. Uh, it sounds like Robert is going. Our other teammates, uh, Ryan and his wife, are going. A lot of people are planning on going. And I was telling David, too, today, like, this is... WizKids has to take notes. Like, this is what this game should be about when we have big tournaments like this. Um, I'm trying not to throw WizKids or anything like that under the bus, but I just feel like they're having a lack of tournaments and pizzazz to their events. Like, with the whole announcing the, the worlds five weeks beforehand. Like, can you imagine... David doing this five weeks before the actual events. No, he's giving you 
four or five months in order to do this. So I really hope WizKids sees the love that we have for this game. And I don't even know if it's effort. I don't know what it is, but I would like to see them just put a little bit more into this game and events in the in the upcoming future. Um, but yeah, that is going to be Florida. I'm excited. Dan, any thoughts before we move on? No, no. I mean, I think it's going to be great. It's one of those things where I want—I didn't really get to go last time, so I'm excited to see what all or how it how it'll be better than it was last time. And I—I I, don't—I think it was—I thought it was pretty good last time. So, absolutely. He, it's he, one of the, it's one of those things where, like, I know it's going to be expensive. Like you said, I think it's going to be at least like 500 bucks, probably for the whole just the event itself. I think if I was to do everything, you know, and then there's probably like another. So it probably cost like a thousand bucks between the flights and everything else, but I totally think it'll be worth it. So. <laughs> It is. It's going to be an expensive trip, but it's going to be totally worth it. You're going to walk away happy no matter what, especially if you can like yeah, split I, the I, room I, with somebody and you can find a cheap air flight. If if you're if you're not flying or driving down there, it's going to be even more cheaper. Yeah, personally, I would never. Like, I've driven to Florida like that, but I do not want to drive. That is like, a 24-hour drive from Wisconsin. So yeah, I definitely don't want to drive a full day. Plus, you know, plus if you don't take a break. To get like nah, that's that's not worth it. I would much rather hop on a plane and fly. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that he also mentioned is like obviously cheating is going to be not prohibited. Don't try it, or else you will be kicked out. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I was listening to Critical Clicks episode, and they were talking about something about how I don't remember who, but like. You, you shuffle the deck to the way you want it, and then you hand it to your opponent. Yeah, he was they talking about something the somebody mentioned like in the in a in a disc in a clicks Discord that yeah, we're like, oh, every time I shuffle it, I just basically I'll know like what like cheating but not cheating like yeah. I almost feel like your opponent should be the one that shuffles your deck, not just cuts it for that reason alone. And then I've heard of people like marking the card so they know what the next card's going to be and things like that, like. Which is just, definitely cheating. Yeah, like, guys, just stop with that, okay? This is a game. Like, we don't need loaded dice. We don't need marked tarot cards. We don't need short clicking. This is a game with miniature plastic figures. It's supposed to be fun. You don't need to do <coughs> excuse me, that kind of stuff. So I don't know why I felt I had to mention that, but it just bothered me when I heard that, you know, there might be some people out there that are marking tarot cards so they know what the next card is like just stop as kane says multiple times be better so i just wanted to throw that out there and i mean like i expect i expect the lowest common denominator no offense folks i uh it's nothing personal i'm just always gonna be like yeah this is what i expect because you're always gonna have that element no matter what so but i would hope for better than than that obviously yeah um, all right, so that is it for the news. Like I said, I'm super excited for Florida and for everyone that can go. I'm excited to meet you guys there. We'll take a bunch of pictures. It's awesome that we'll be able to meet Scott Porter in person. I've only talked to him on Discord when he had his Huntington's Disease Tournament two years ago. I wasn't able to go this year, so it'll be a fun time. Uh, we are not going to be doing a Make It Meta this week. However, we are going to be doing something a little bit different which is good. We a little segment that I like to call verses. Test your mind. Test your mind. Test 
All right, so our verses this week is Bishop Prime versus Deadpool. So they both basically do the same thing. How this is going to work is me and Dan are both going to take a figure and we are going to kind of kind of like a, a debate. He's going to give me his points of why he thinks this figure is good. I'm going to give me my po- or points in the other figure. And right now, the big debate right now is Deadpool versus Bishop because they do basically the same thing. They work both on X-Men. So real quick, let's talk about... So are you okay with taking Deadpool, Dan, and I'll yes. take Bishop? Yes? yes. Okay. So, so let's. T- why don't you talk about Deadpool first, and then I'll talk about Bishop, and then we will do our pros and cons to each figure. Uh, sure. Let me just pull Deadpool up here real quick. Sorry, I was gonna grab. I was gonna pull them up quickly before uh, we started the segment, but thankfully they're not exactly super hard to find. So you want me to talk about Deadpool? You said right? you were gonna defend Deadpool. Okay. All right. Deadpool. It is then. Uh, Bishop was House of X, right? Yes. Correct. So, so Deadpool is 40 points. So, the first thing I look at him is keywords and what else can I play him on besides X-Men. Obviously, you can play him unthemed. I know a lot of people are doing that right now. But he's got Deadpool Corpse, Pirate, Weapon X, and X-Men. So, his choices are rather limited. Um, his thing is adjacent friendly characters have Dolphin symbol. And then his he heals a click at the end of your turn. And then his uh, special speed power is phase and teleport free, generate up to four water train markers and squares within range and line of fire at the beginning of your next turn, even if this is lost, remove them. So that, so basically he allows everyone next to him to be Dolphin, and then he generates the water, which then you can hide them. And Dolphin is, they cannot be targeted unless you are within four squares of them. So it'd be four or closer. So that's pretty good. Uh, he's 40 points. I think him and Bishop are the same amount of points, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, Bishop is a prime, so that's something Deadpool has on him, which is nice. Um, I think Deadpool's got just as good of defenses as Bishop, because, um, he's got super senses. I think Bishop also has supers. No, I think... No, he has ESD toughness. Okay, so Bishop has at least toughness, I guess. ESD is, like, a little counterintuitive, because you want to be close to him anyway, but I guess you could just shoot Bishop. Um... So, but uh, uh, Deadpool's also got team player, too, which is another thing. Um, so he can copy a team ability. Bishop can't exactly do that. Uh, so he's got that going for him. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the, the biggest thing for me I w- would be that, I mean, you can... I, obviously, X-Men's huge, so you're probably going to play him on that. I would like to see something else I could play him on. I just don't have anything off the top of my head that I'd be like, I'm going to play... I mean, obviously, you could play Deadpool on non-theme, and that's fine. Um, I just like the ability to have a competitive map role to hopefully be able to either go first or at least pick map, obviously. So, I mean, that's just the way I look at it. But, um, I don't know. Oh, and Deadpool's got perplexed, too. That's something that Bishop doesn't have. I think Bishop has outwit instead. So, uh, there's that trade-off. But the thing about Deadpool is um, he does it for free versus Bishop has to move to generate shard in order for his thing to start. So, Deadpool's is always active. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, obviously, it can be outwitted. Um, this, but only the speed power. So, he can still, like, generate the water and they don't go away if it's outwitted. So, but his dolphin, you can't outwit the dolphin symbol. So, 
that part is obviously you can't do that with Bishop either. But I think that's the big the biggest thing for me with Deadpool that puts him a little bit over the top is that his thing is free. It's it's just kind of always there. Um, and bishops can technically be maybe taken away. So, all right. Uh, so that's Deadpool Bishop. <clears throat> he is forty points. He is a common prime. He's got the X Men team ability. He starts off with an eight running shot, eleven attack, seventeen special power, which is energy shield and toughness. He is five clicks deep compared to Deadpool's four. He has a six range. He has two traits. First one is phasing teleport. Once per game, when Bishop uses it after resolutions, you may generate a shard bystander. And shard is a eight running shot, ten precision strike, seventeen toughness, three damage. And then his other trait is when Bishop attacks one plus characters with the past or future keyword, or that can use probability control, modify the attack by plus two and damage by plus one. So then he would technically be a 13 attack for damage. So why I think that, or so that's Bishop. So before me and Dan kind of get into the debate, I did post a poll on Facebook to see what everyone else thought. So we had, let's see here, we had 68 votes and 27 votes went to Bishop, which gave him 39%, and 41 votes went to Deadpool, which means the community thinks Deadpool is better. Here's why I think Bishop is better. And this is coming from firsthand playing against Dan. So what I didn't realize was, for some reason, I didn't understand or I didn't um, play into this, but he played the Fantastic Thor's Invisible Woman. And Invisible Woman can just make hindering terrain. And what Dan did was he put the terrain right on top of my water, which then didn't make my people next to Deadpool dolphin symbol so then you could shoot from as far away as he wanted to so that's one thing that why i think bishop is better he doesn't rely on hindering terrain and also his is map wide it doesn't matter where your characters are as long as shard is on the map you can't target any of my friendly characters within or you have to be within five squares so it's just universal throughout the map with deadpool you have to be adjacent to him, and you can get rid of his water terrain. As long as Molecule Man is a thing, I don't think Deadpool is that good. Because right now, Molecule Man is on about 70% of teams. So all they have to do is move up there with Molecule Man, get rid of the three terrains that they don't want, and they're going to shoot you. So that's why I think Deadpool is better. I'm sorry, Bishop is better. Also, Bishop is an attacker. Deadpool isn't really. He's just going to sit there. He's going to hand out the water, make you dolphins, and he's got the perplex. He is a wild card, so that could come into play with PD or Shield or X-Men or anything like that. But to have a 40-point person that's not an attacker, to me, is kind of a waste. Bishop also makes Shard. Shard is also a great attacker, especially if you're going against Super Senses because she's got the Precision Strike. But the fact that Bishop is a 13 for 4 against anybody with the past or future keyword or that can use probability control is huge. Having a 13 for 4 for 40 points I think is great. Also, Bishop is one click longer 
than Deadpool. He can't be poisoned unless he's been outwit because he's got the toughness. So overall, I think Deadpool is just great. He can also not just go on X-Men team. He can go on a Doom Annihilating Conqueror team, which he has before. So that opens up with future, cosmic past, let vary. I think that's all of it. But I just think he brings so much more to the table. Now, I was talking to Scott Crampton the other day about this. And I just said, I said, I'm going to say it out loud. Bishop is better than Deadpool as long as Molecule Man is on 70% of teams. And he said, yes, the problem that Bishop has, and this is his biggest problem, is he's a prime. So what you have to go off of is Bishop may be a great prime, but Destroyer is a better prime. And that's where Bishop is hurt, is would you rather have a Bishop or a Prime Destroyer on your team if you're running X-Men, Future, Cosmic, Pass, anything like that. To me, I haven't played enough with or against Destroyer to know how much of an impact he makes on games. I played him once. He didn't make that big of an impact, but I've heard from people that he wins games. My other argument with that is once Destroyer gets on the board, he still has to try to get within five squares of characters to hit them as long as Shard, Shard is still there. He does have the sidestep. He does have that juicy 10 range, but that 10 range doesn't mean anything if you're not within five squares. So he has to hopefully, I mean, now the nice thing about that is you can kind of position them on whatever side of the board you want to someone that was hit with a, who has a, an object equipped, but that 10 range means nothing as long as Shard's on the board. So that's why I personally like Bishop. I think he fits on more teams. I think he's a better attacker. He makes a bystander. That's an attacker. But, <coughs> excuse me, um, he also has Outwit. Outwit is huge right now. So I think Outwit is a little bit more important than Perplex, to be honest, because you can get through um, defenses. You can Outwit uh, whatever you want to help out your team. Uh, but his biggest, I think his only and biggest con is that he's a prime. And the fact that Destroyer is obviously better than him. So that's my argument on why I think Bishop is better than Deadpool. Dan, give me your arguments, your pros and cons of why you think Deadpool is better than Bishop. Um, so I like Deadpool if I win map. I think that's my biggest thing is I like Deadpool better if I win map because then I'm picking a map with a lot of water on it so then I don't have to worry about that effect. Obviously, you can still have the smoke on. Like, yes, Molecule Man is a big deal and he really screws with a lot of that. But the thing is, I like him better if I win map because I'm, I'm going to pick a map that can give me the benefits of having water on there. And I think there's a few of them right now. Another one being the new version of Otherworld Castle. So... That is the thing, because then I'm also playing Jubilee, and I'll swap into Jubilee, so I have a super offensive piece like her, as well as my defensive piece like Deadpool that can actually keep her shielded even further, because if she's in water, um, she's a dolphin. Yeah, she's a giant, but she's a dolphin, and then you just can't shoot her. So there's there's a bit of it's a bit of give and take. The nice thing also about Deadpool is he's not unique. So if you really need to, let's say you have a big force, you can play two of him. I don't know if that's the way to go because that is 80 points towards your team for perplex. And I feel like that's just more of a defensive 
way if you're going to go about that. So I don't think you're running two Deadpools. They both have their upsides. I just I like the fact that Bishop is an attacker, makes an attacker, and his uh, or I should say Shard's ability is universal throughout the entire map, and you don't have to be adjacent because I I think Molecule Man is the Achilles heel to Deadpool. And once you get rid of Deadpool, which you can easily do with an energy explosion or a thing like that, uh, your team's screwed. And with Bishop, you can just hide Shard in the back. Uh, I think she uh, is, is it just Toughness or is it ESD that she has? I can't forget. Or I, I can't forget. I can't remember. Toughness. Okay. Um, I just like the fact that it is universal and I don't have to be next to people and be clumped together for a Quake, a Pulse Wave, an Energy Shield, anything like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, how does Bishop's thing, how is it worded? Shards or Bishop? Oh, no, it's, oh, no, it's shards. It's actually the shard power. That's funny. Uh, okay, so it's opposing opposing characters. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, all right, so that only affects your, yeah. So the thing with Bishop is you almost want to run to run a range team anyway, because if you can make use of, like, big range, too, then you almost have the benefit of being able to, you know, they can't shoot you and they have to really get up. I mean, obviously there are a lot of pieces nowadays that can get across the board very easily. I mean, Venom Magneto pretty much says I can throw whoever across the board and we're fine. Yep. So there is that. But, um, you know, again, I, Deadpool, I think, is better if you are able to win map. Bishop may be more flexible, but I think uh, Deadpool offers a larger benefit if you're able to win map. So. Yeah, and I, I do think that Bishop is still good even if you do lose map because even if they put you on an open map, they still have to get within five of you. Like it shut, it doesn't shut down, but it definitely prevents a Jubilee Alpha Strike if you have a Bishop on you. I don't think she can make it all the way to you. She might. Uh, with Venom Magneto, she totally can. Can she with Venom Magneto? Yeah, he's also X Men, so yeah, he to- she totally can make it there. I wasn't sure. I'd have to do the math out in my head or on a map or something like that to quite see it. But because it's you TK her up six, you sidestep two, that's eight. And then she has a 11 running shot, I believe. Yeah. So let's do math real quick. So you're on 23. You TK up to 17. You sidestep to 15. You running shot to... Nine? Yeah, but if you're, yeah, but if you're run, if you're going up against a Magneto or a Venom Magneto, remember she, he can TK for free again, so you could get her, you could double TK her up. Can you? You can still TK someone who's been TK'd. I don't think you could, or you can't yeah, TK the, the TKer. Yeah, exactly. The person that used TK or that has been TK'd cannot use TK. Okay, but you can TK someone that's already been TK'd. Okay, then yeah, you totally can do that then. Um. So there is that. I just think with Bishop, he fits on a Sky Tyrant team because you can just annihilate and conquer him. Deadpool is strictly probably X-Men, maybe Pirate, if you <laughs> can somehow make that work. Because um, who is, is it? Um, it's Spider, Spider, Spider Viking. Vi- Spider Viking. Yeah, but- yeah. I just don't think he's that good. That's the problem. No, he's not. Uh, and so, there's not a lot of. I don't think there's a, that really any other good pirates right now, which is the thing. I mean, 
that's the thing that I think the biggest issue for me playing Deadpool purse. Like personally, I like Bishop better. I will make the case that I think Deadpool is better when you win map, but I personally actually like Bishop better because he has synergies outside of X Men. Deadpool obviously does, but it's harder to pull it off if you're trying to play theme. Bishop, you can still play. I mean, you can play different themes. Like you don't have to annihilate and conquer. I mean, you can. I think we have a decent amount of choices from future nowadays. Yeah, there's um, um, the flashes. There's let's see what's on it. Hope Summers. She's on there. I'm just kind of going through the list right here. Juvenile and Conqueror. There's not a ton. I mean, Old Man Phoenix, if you want to go that route. What about in... Uh, nope, it's just a flash in there. So there uh, are there's, some there's, few. Th- hey, there's leg- there is Legacy Apocalypse at 100. Oh, he is future, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, he is making quite the impact right now. A lot of people are talking about playing him at Worlds. Yeah, so I mean, there is there is also that you can literally just be like, "Oh, hey, Apocalypse! By the way, he, you can't shoot him unless you're within five. So, and he's got that nice eight range, so that is something actually. And yeah, he, and and, and and Apocalypse has stealth too on top of her. I think yeah, I know yeah, he has stealth. He has charge um, stealth on that on that. Yeah, for a hundred points, 100 right? Points, yep. He, yeah, so he's got charge stealth. So it's it would be really. I mean, you can. There are plenty of maps where you could park him in hindering, so on, on top of Bishop, I think, would be pretty good. So, Yeah. I honestly think it's a really close call. Uh, just as long as, because Molecule Men exists, I think Bishop gets the lead. Um, I was hoping a, a couple more people would have said why they liked Deadpool more. I got a couple of them. Um, the biggest thing is, the biggest con that Bishop is, is that he's a prime and Destroyer's better than him. That's like his biggest thing. Oh, I mean, I agree. I mean, that's the tough part is there are so many good primes right now. And it, I mean, Destroyer Prime is like an excellent example, but there are other ones too that you would want to play depending on the team as well. So yeah, the, it's a tough, it's a tough sell. The prime slot right now is so hard to choose who you want. It's Bishop, it's Destroyer Prime, it's Mad Jim Jasper, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think what other primes are out there. I know you like uh, Power Broker. I think she's good. I don't necessarily like she's interesting, but I haven't made it like a team with her. I just I didn't think that she warranted everyone being like, oh, she's awful. Was, yeah, uh, Vision Prime. I think with uh, what's her name, Abigail Brand. I think he could see some play because now he's going to be X Men or Sword X Men, whatever we call it. Um, Nimrod, the recruiter, he could see some play. Wrecker has always got that bystander killer team. Um, Captain Marvell, the protector, he's great. I mean, there's Mimic Prime, I think he's great. Uh, Emperor Gladiator, his time is kind of gone. Wizard Prime, PJ's big on scientists, so he's really good. Like, there are so many good primes right now. It's really hard to choose. Black Leopard. Still a thing on Fantastic Four. He is great on Fantastic Four. Um, I think that is it pretty much for Primes. Um, High High Evo on Animals Team. He's always good. Mad Thinker on Robot Team. It's just, there are just, there's too many good Primes out there right now. I think U.S. Agent could see some stuff because he's a heavy hitter. Captain Carter, probably not. 
Unless you're playing I mean, more defensive. I mean, Gamora Prime, because uh, yeah, I still think she's really good, even though she does kind of suffer with Thanos. If if you if you or anyone that has good mind control, obviously, just because yeah. she will rip, do a rip through your team. Yeah. So I think, like I said, I think Bishop gets the edge. The biggest con that he has is that he is a prime. Now, if there is are other figures out there that you want us to compare and debate about, please let us know. Um, if it's like yeah, a I, close call. I actually, I actually like this. This is this is more interesting. Like characters that have similar effects and how is this possibly like which one might be better or depending on this because obviously it's situational right it's depending on what you're playing and how you're using that figure you know what i mean so like obviously i think deadpool and deadpool is better if you're running like a compact team like if you're not yeah if you're not a high theme and your main force isn't that many people he's very good because he can protect the whole team yeah that's bishop, a good point yeah bishop is better i think in the the way the ways you mentioned and the fact that bishop can he does have more theme potential, so there is always that. Yeah, uh, Bishop, if you're playing like a plus 8, plus 9, plus 10 theme team, you probably want to go Bishop because you can't fit that many people next to Deadpool and then have him make the water because he can only make four. But if you're playing a more compact team, you know, maybe you're playing a full dial Mimic or Prime. Or no, you can't play. Yeah, you could play Mimic Prime and Deadpool. Uh, and you only have like four or five characters, you probably want to play Deadpool instead because you don't need to have the universal protection that Deadpool that uh, Bishop gets you. So they definitely have both uh, major ups and major downs. But if there are any other figures out there, please let us know which ones you want us to compare. I know someone in our Discord asked us to do a Saturnine Make It Meta. We'll save that for two weeks from now just because I didn't know how much time we were going to talk about this and the the champion clicks open and stuff like that, but we will do a make it meta on Saturnine uh, in two weeks. But if there is another, like I said, couple figures that are kind of similar to each other, let us know. I'm trying to think of right off the bat who would be maybe some similar, like uh, a Bay of the Blade Moon or the Trash Can Spider-Man. They kind of do the same thing because they both have the hypersonic I think they have basically the same stats. Actually, let me look this up. Uh, this might be a good one for the following week. Because she is an 8, hyper, eight hypersonic 12, 18, 3, and Trash Can Spider-Man is a... Suspense, suspense, suspense. Uh, 9, 12, 18, 3. But they basically have the same thing where they just... She has the Quake exploit for 3, and he has the 4 hoodlums at once power where he just attacks everybody for... Um, the damage that he has. So that would be a fun one to do. Uh, but yeah, that is our first versus segment. Hope you guys liked it. And I think that's it for the podcast. We're not, we didn't really have a question of the week because I posted that poll up on there, but, um, anything else we really need to talk about, Dan, we talked about tarot cards. We talked about the Florida trip. We talked about, um, Deadpool Bishop, anything else in hero clicks land we want to talk about before we end the podcast. I mean, uh, no, cause not really. We're kind of in a, like a bit of a slow right now before, right before worlds. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely talk about worlds in the upcoming weeks. Probably won't have a podcast next week because it is labor day so we will be off for next week but we'll be back next the following week to cover 
you know worlds prep we'll talk about like we all made we all made a team for worlds like if we were going to go to worlds i'm obviously not going this year uh, adam you're not going um but some of our other teammates and stuff are going so we'll be talking about that when we come back um we'll try to meta guess and see what you know what we think people might be playing um obviously as hopefully everyone knows x of swords the op stuff is off the table so none of that is going to be seen at worlds so that um people are going to be basically making it i mean you can still use x of swords the um the regular set obviously but none of the none of the slop will make it into the uh w- worlds which i think is fine i think uh, give the regular set some time to shine obviously people are excited to play the new stuff but not everybody has access to it right now so i'm actually okay with them uh passing that up right now and pushing that till the end of the event where you know i mean obviously like at our local we'll probably play with it obviously right but yeah. um uh, it's the you know the, the official tournaments where i'm i'm okay with them having put push that off till after the events are all over you know so it gives people equal time to get whatever they want and be able to play it so now something i do want to mention and give credit whiz kids for is that our guest robert boehm who we had on a few weeks ago who got second place at gen con he got a letter in the mail from whiz kids or an email it might have been telling him that they were sending him a plaque for getting second place. And he actually showed me, and it says, WizKids HeroClix Heroclix U.S. National Championships uh, 2022 second place. So uh, it's it's nice to see that they're doing physical awards now rather than just prizing, which I think is a big part of it. So I am glad that they are doing that as well. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. I know Isaac got something as well. I just don't know what he got. I know he's not big on the social media and things like that, so I don't know if we're going to see a picture of it. But I know they contacted him afterwards and said, we will be giving or shipping you out a trophy. So uh, kudos to WizKids for that. That is um, a big part of the community that people want. And um, also um, kudos to them also for bringing back. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but... Uh, bringing back the make a figure for worlds. Uh, I kind of did a meme war uh, a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if that helped or not, but uh, when they put out the prizing for worlds, they didn't have make a figure, which was a big part of people wanting to go to worlds. And then a couple hours later, they put it back on there. I don't know if it's still or not on for team worlds. I haven't checked it lately. Uh, but I hope it is because I know that is a big thing that people want to do when they win Worlds. And I'm excited to see who wins. And I'm excited to see what they come up with. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to be our podcast. Like I said, this was a double header. If you haven't checked out my interview with David Newmark for the early one, please do. But yeah, no podcast next week just because it's Labor Day. Go enjoy your three day weekend. Any kind of fantasy football drafts you may have, I know I'm going to enjoy that. And we will see you guys in about two weeks. So, again, if you want to be part of our Patreon this week or this month, the recording for that is going to be Wednesday. So head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it. Any tier gets you in. And if you want to check out our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and use code CLICKSINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, you get 5% off your order. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. We hope to see you down there in Florida. And make sure you're staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.